Hello and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. You take 10 minutes out of the day to walk in nature and to pay attention to what's directly in front of you. My name is Rachel Wheely, a comedian and human in the world trying to figure out how to be. You're very welcome along. This is episode 7, series 23. I'm walking on the footpath in SW19 in Wimbledon, southwest London, paying attention to what's directly in front of me. And the sky is really quite grey above. And it's rain index 0.75. It's definitely perceivable that it is raining, although I've probably only felt a raindrop once every couple of seconds. Welcome along to Walk the Pod. Now, you could argue that Walk the Pod is already the most pedestrian podcast anybody's ever made. And yet, I'm writing a newsletter this morning about cultivating boredom. It's uh, it's quite difficult to explain what I mean by cultivating boredom. Uh, what I'm trying to say in my newsletter is that when we, as uh, English people, crave village life, we want to live in a village, which many English people do. Not all, I have to say. Many people absolutely don't want that at all. But um, when people do want village life, I think what they're actually craving is not the village shop and the pub and the post box so much as it is the slower pace of life. And what I've realised recently is that I actually already have all of this stuff. What I didn't have previously was the slower pace of life. Because a slower pace of life is not possible to achieve unless, almost unless you deliberately and intentionally organise for it I feel I don't know I don't know but uh, my pace of life has certainly been very fast for the last 20 years and I think I've only just managed successfully to slow it down lately and now I'm suddenly thinking oh yeah I can actually live a sort of villagey life now this morning for example I walked to the shop I bought some milk I put some letters in the post box. It was uh, very slowed down indeed. And and it reminded me as I was pausing at the end of the footpath to take a picture of the cycle path to send as a seasonal postcard to the Walk the Pod Walking Club that, um, that what I'm actually doing is I'm cultivating boredom. And... Cultivating boredom is very useful for creativity. And I think it's very useful for child rearing as well. If my life is very, very boring and repetitive, it will encourage the kids to launch out as independent humans in the world because they won't want to be uh, with me all the time. It will make them sick to be at home. They'll find it incredibly dull.
what can I see directly in front of me? Well, there have been days like this on on the cycle path before where there's just nothing going on really. Somebody cycling towards me. It's rather grey and miz, so there's nothing much happening. I've seen a couple of squirrels. When I came onto the footpath this morning, having done my errands, uh, I saw a dog chasing a fox. That was exciting. And then the owner was looking after the dog to check that the dog came back safely, having chased the fox away, uh, which he did. Julie returned to owner. So that was that drama uh, wrapped up. So, yeah, very quiet. Poddy's very, very, very quiet today. I've got child two at home today who's uh, sort of fending off the last couple of days of chicken pox bless him so I'm going to send him back to school tomorrow just walking past the Christmas tree next to the bin uh, now I'm slowing down because I remember there was something that I wanted to talk to you about can't now remember what it was though Um, hmm. it'll come back to me it'll come back to me potties that was it Uh, I remember that immediately it's come back into my brain Uh, there was a thing I was reading which was an interesting idea uh, which was the reason that the reason that we often come up with ideas when we're walking is that humans have uh, always been creatures that move We've always been on the move as a species. It's very unnatural for us not to be on the move. And so the theory that this person was putting over was that part of the reason why we think of ideas when we're walking is because our brain is not um, inhibiting the urge to move when we're walking when we're sitting down part of our brain is always taken up with uh, reminding us not to get up and wander around (laughs) and that means we have less bandwidth for thinking now I don't know how you feel about this potties I'm not 100% persuaded of it to be completely honest with you but as somebody who has recently self-diagnosed myself with attention deficit disorder and then put various things in place to make sure that I'm sort of mitigating for that. I'm feeling a lot calmer as a result. I'm certainly very aware of the urge to move every time I'm sat down. That's something I feel very, very familiar with indeed. Do you feel the same? Do you feel it's unnatural to sit down at a desk for seven hours a day? I mean, that should feel somewhat unnatural because I mean, it just absolutely is. There's no question about it. I've just walked past something which I've never noticed on the cycle path before. Uh, The James Bond lamp post. Now, I have not noticed that we had a James Bond lamp post on the cycle path before, but it seems that we do. Now, I don't know if somebody has just recently done this, but the lamp posts are numbered. So... We have 001 at the traffic end of the cycle path. 
uh, moving up to 002. You can see where this is going, can't you? Um, what I'm doing as I'm talking to you is I'm just wandering back to the one that has all the knicker elastic round it, as discussed in a previous episode, which we've never been able to satisfactorily explain. Uh, that lamppost, the one with all the knicker elastic round it, or it could be bra elastic, I'm not sure, its label has rubbed off. But if you walk under the railway bridge, as I'm doing now, and my voice changes slightly as the atmosphere around me changes, uh, we get to the James Bond lamp post. Now, the James Bond lamp post is lamp post 007. I will put a photo of it on my Instagram at walkthepod so that you can see what I'm talking about. That's another one for the Walk the Pod set tour. <laughs> having, having brought five intrepid poddies on the deep time walk on Sunday evening, we had Captain Tim, we had cross-border selector Nige, who came all the way from Galicia in Spain to take part. We had Gainer and Tati, our latest Walk the Pod walking club members. Uh, and so not five poddies actually unless you count me so five altogether including me uh, Tim, Nigel, Gaynor and Tati and they were walking with me along the footpath at the beginning of the deep time walk and somebody who will remain very tall but nameless mentioned that the set is somewhat disappointing when you see it in, in person, in reality. Now, <laughs> Captain Tim, I have to take issue with this. It's not boring. It's the greatest place in the world, isn't it? Don't you think? Surely. with me it's been an absolute delight to walk with you on this gray and Ms. day on the psychopath today the air is not too cold and sort of full of rain some of which is falling from the sky uh, i went to the plant shop and bought a prayer plant called a calathea on sunday which i'm very excited about it uh, is sitting in my flat kind of being the closest thing to a pet that I can get away with at the moment, which is, which is really lovely actually. It is not, I like having a cat or a pup, but it's, um, it's the next best thing, I think. And you don't have to pick up after it. So, you know, it's pretty, pretty good. I, I wanted to pass on Gaynor and Tatty's thanks to Captain Tim for recommending Super Bob, they loved it. They asked me if I could pass on that message to you, so I thought I'd do that on the pod. Just doing, just doing pod admin <laughs> live at the moment, and 
there's a bell ringing in the background somewhere. I don't know whether it's a fire alarm at Wimbledon Chase Primary School or something in uh, the University College London Art School that's just over the way. I don't think I've actually ever mentioned that that's there, have I? Apart from when we when we used to walk past the sculptor chiselling the sculpture out of marble earlier in an earlier series. But I certainly don't usually mention that the... Um, see, I've, I've misnamed it. I think it's the Univers- University of the Arts London is what that university is called. University of the Arts London. One of its campus uh, buildings is just over there. And it may be there that a big fire alarm is ringing out from. Gosh, this even for this podcast, this episode's been sort of super um, calm, not to say dull in its content today. I'm really quite, really quite amazed. But I have seen a fox. I tried to take a picture of it, but it ran away. And there's a really quite a friendly squirrel here because I'm very very close to it and it hasn't run away or it is sort of bouncing slowly away it's just eating part of a pumpkin that's lying on the ground now it's gone up a tree why is there a pumpkin on the ground that's several months too late what's going on anyway I'm supposed to be wrapping up and saying goodbye thank you for walking with me take care of your beautiful mind I will be back with episode 8 tomorrow.